Welcome to a special edition of Business Mentorship Keeping It Real. It's that time of year when in business we review our strategic plans, reflect on the past, and get ready to turn the page on another calendar year. But at the same time, we get together with friends and family to celebrate life, enjoy each other's company, and look towards the future. I've asked three women in business who have been featured in our series with their professional stories to join me and discuss their family traditions, sharing how they celebrate with friends and family. And I'd like to introduce you to our guests. Beside me is Gay Hamilton, a woman in tech who specializes in cybersecurity and joins us from Guelph, Ontario. Below Gay is Dr. Birgit Tan, a best-selling author, working with individuals and corporations, sharing strategies for thriving through change, who joins us from West Village, California. And Natasha Sharma, an author and speaker with a passion for manifesting abundance, who joins us from Mumbai, India. Hello, everyone. Hello, Trish, thanks for having us. It is Hi, such Trish. a thrill to have you with me today. You know, I'm sure you'll agree, family traditions are handed down from generation to generation, introduced to us by our mothers or fathers and used to celebrate special events throughout the year. And sometimes we even create our own traditions. And I don't know about you, but I've always been really curious to see how others celebrate. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your stories. So Brigitte, why don't you start by sharing with us what your family tradition is? Thank you, Tris. And it's an honor and a delight to be with you all today. You know, my family, I don't know if it has anything to do with my cultural background, because in certain culture, it's all about food, right? So, That's so true. <laughs> gathering and food and, and let's just say more food. So my family traditions, is it's always typically starting the, uh, the early on in the celebration and this is usually lasting for like the days but it's gathering with my my family gathering with with grandparents and then and then typically it's also thankfully it's also the uh, uh, the good thing is we're always so busy but we make time at this time of the year to be to everybody come at least for one evening usually evening and the day daytime and then it's food and more food than then <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like food everywhere food in the kitchen food in the in the dining room food in the living room and then you know you go home with like a week's worth of food and ah <laughs> now is there a special dish that you serve Birgit? Yeah, no, it, it's change over times, and partly I suspect because my great grandparents come from China initially, and then my my grandparents part grow up in Indonesia, part in China, and all this thing, and my, and and so it's really change over times. We kind of adapt and and so forth. Nowadays, nowadays, my father would serve a couple of the authentic. Chinese or Oriental dishes, and then I would serve what I know <laughs> growing up, which is Western dishes, wow. and and it's something that so right now we call it the East West, the new. When you're talking about well, creating new the traditions, mm -hmm. I say the new traditions. There are certain things ones can when can get their hand on in California and some other. And you know, it's just like oh, well, you, you got to go hunting in the world. It's not going to happen. We'll replace it with 
things such as um, basic roast chicken. Right, right. Well, I love that your tradition is almost multicultural because you're taking in the background of both your mother and father and then celebrating food in various different ways and also including sort of the cultural nor our North American cultural norms, right? Which is really wonderful. Exactly. Yes, yes. You, you know, you, it, it's kind of like we honor and we respect and we embrace as well as we move forward and do yeah. that as a whole beautiful new thing. Well, I, I wish I lived closer to you, Birgit, because um, <laughs> I would love to go home with food for the week because, you know, uh, living alone, I don't, I, I hate cooking. So I would love to be able to attend your family celebration and go home with this wonderful goodie bag full of food. So you can come visit. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. That's really rather wonderful. And uh, just one final question for you. Where did the, where did the, uh, the dishes start? Does your mother contribute? Are both of your parents from China or is your mother from a different area of the country? You know, the most interesting nowadays, nowadays, the most interesting things uh, is actually my dad was, it was an internationally known chef. So oh, wow. Was oh. Chef. oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> but also he was a chef. So for the longest time, it was dad or his crew that's who, who are cooking. And the best thing out of them, there is, if we need, deep enough, there is good in every adversity, right? And I did not cook for 48 years. Oh, and I love you. <laughs> and the best thing out of the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic was, I was like, I was sitting at home and it's like, what am I going to do? They have all this time from not traveling and speaking. Right. And also to be healthier, I started cooking. So now it's that and I that cook. And ah, you started a new tradition. I started a new tradition. And the very last one is thank, uh, the American Thanksgiving the other, the other week. It's mostly me cook. And he actually approved and nobody passed out. So ah, good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, Natasha and Gay, do you have any questions for Brigitte on her family tradition? What do I'm just thinking about food. food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Gay. Well, well, thank you so much for sharing that, Brigitte. And I love that uh, now that you've taken on a new uh, tradition with your dad and that, that must be really fun in the, in the kitchen. You must learn some great tips from someone who's a professional chef, right? I sure did. I oh, sure fantastic. Now, Natasha, why don't you share what your family tradition is? Because I have a feeling, you know, we're talking about multicultural. All of us are coming from different places. We have, you know, United States, Canada, uh, India. But the wonderful thing is even our, our family backgrounds are then different again, right, from where we live. So share with us what a, one of your family traditions. So, I mean... It might sound a little typical, but um, I am going to talk about Christmas okay. um, because, again, it, like you said, I, I'm loving the fact that this theme is emerging around food and multicultural things. Mm -hmm. So um, even though I live in India right uh, right now, I'm not from India. I'm from the UK. I was born and brought up in England. Oh, wow. And I'm third generation British. And my family hasn't stayed like a lot of people who immigrated. They have the communities of fellow Indians or Bangladeshis, Pakistanis or what, what or Sri Lankans. They all stay quite 
integrated with, within themselves, whereas we are part of the whole fabric. All of my, so my grandmother had six children, my mother's mother, and all of them married different religions, each and every one. So within our immediate family, we have Jews, Catholics, Protestants, Muslims, um, all of them. So, wow. so my cousins are all half and half, and even me, my, so we're basically, um, as a family, we're basically six, the ones that wear turbans, we're, mm -hmm. si we're in six. Um, and uh, my mother married a Bengali Muslim. Typically, they're supposed to be arch enemies. But anyway, my mother and my father married me, married each other, and therefore came me. And uh, they're both very hot-blooded. They're both very uh, big foodies. Um, it's all about food, exactly what Amy said. So it's just absolutely wonderful. But so, uh, but because we're really integrated with the way things are, we have a very traditional Christmas. Now here in the UK, we're very different from Americans that way because your Thanksgiving meal is our Christmas meal. Aha. Uh -huh. And what you guys do on Christmas is a ham or a goose, whereas we do turkey. So what you just had is what we're going to be having. So Christmas is celebrated traditionally um, at my one of my aunt's houses where there'll be all the, 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 thank, the Thanksgiving turkey and all the trimmings, exactly the same as you guys. Um, Brussels sprouts, roast potatoes. Potatoes are never enough. Like we're, we're like chopping like bags and bags of potatoes. It's never enough. Like roast How potatoes. Many <laughs> How many people do you have for a typical dinner? Oh my goodness, that's a good question. It would be between 13 and 15 of us because now my cousins are growing older. So sometimes there'll suddenly be a girlfriend or a boyfriend at the table. Right. So right. my aunt has this really amazing table that you can put extensions on. Ah, cool. <laughs> because it's always a sit down dinner with crackers and, you know, you pull the crackers, you wear yes, your hat, hat, you have yes, yes. jokes and we do all of that. And then we're drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> So by the end of it, one thing has emerged the tradition. My youngest aunt and my youngest uncle will invariably get up and start singing songs. Oh, that's, and I love that. And then they will cry and they will be, they will be singing old country Western music. They'll be singing like Dolly Parton songs. They'll be, uh, I mean, it's that genre basically. And, um, and then we end up having a good old cry and that basically, basically becomes our tradition. And I miss that terribly. So I try to go back every year uh, home for Christmas. And um, I got married only like re in February, it'll be six years that I'll be married. And I married an Indian man and he'd never experienced a traditional Christmas. So I made sure that we went to England for Christmas. Um, and, so you've introduced uh, him to your tradition. Yes, I did. I How did. fantastic. How fantastic. <laughs> now, is there anything from his family that you celebrate perhaps throughout the year that's traditional in his family? So unfortunately, my husband's lost both his parents and his siblings are all sort of scattered around the country. Um, but as a, as a tradition, we have out the Indian equivalent of Christmas is Diwali, which we just celebrated in October, the festival of lights. Um, one tradition we do have is that we we paint um, what would be the word murals yes. on the floor, and then we decorate with flowers and lights. So wow. my his daughter, my bonus daughter, she will come over every Diwali and do the painting in our house, and she does it for her mother in her house. So that's one thing we do. And then of course there's food and uh, alcohol and sweetmeats and 
you know, all the usual. Fantastic. I love the mural idea and celebrating, you know, at a different time of year. Um, because mm-hmm. that's really one of the wonderful benefits of traditions, right? They don't necessarily happen all at the same time, although they're repetitive year after year. So thank yes. you so much for sharing that. That's really wonderful. Brigitte and Gay, do you have any questions for Natasha on her family traditions? I don't think so. It sounds lovely, though. Sounds Doesn't like so it? I'd love to see pictures yeah. of the murals on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will send be, you some. That would be fantastic. And I'll include that in, uh, you know, any of the social media that we do after our discussion today, because I think that's really wonderful and something that I had never heard of before. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Now, Gay, I love your Christmas tree <laughs> because, you know, I don't decorate for the holidays. Sometimes I put up a family nativity scene, which you know, do you remember the days when ceramics were really popular and we were all sort of doing the crafty thing? My yeah. mother made a beautiful nativity scene. And so she's now gifted it to me. So sometimes I will put that up uh, in my living room. Um, and I do have a, a Santa Claus that wears blue jeans and uh, he has a little rope belt that, you know, I bring out every year because um, and I said to a, I, I sent out a social media post recently to a friend of mine and I said, well, look at this gray-haired man that showed up on my doorstep, and he promised me presents and a ride and a really cool sleigh, so I let him in. So that's, that's about the extent of my decorating uh, for the holidays, but I love your tree. Oh, thank you. Well, I have grandkids. Ah, oh, well, so that I makes the world to, of difference, right? I have to make the effort. And the funny thing is, like, what you can see is all there is to that tree. It's only that tall. And I have a dry cleaner bag that I just pull on the top of it, but Christmas is over and it goes in the closet. So there's Perfect. that's the extent of my decorating. It's well, really- that's fantastic. <laughs> I love that it's easy yeah. peasy and, you know, and, and easy to store yeah. and easy to enjoy. So, yeah. Well, we're anxious to hear about your Christmas tradition or your tradition and family tradition, Gay. Well, they, I, I sort of sifted through a bunch and sort of came down to the one that's the most important to me. Oh. Um, and that is... We always got together when I was a kid. We always had Christmas morning, just my mom and my dad and my sister and I, and that was it for Christmas morning and opening presents and stuff. And my mom was bigger than Mrs. Claus when it came to Christmas. Like the, you couldn't see the tree for the presents when you came oh, down in the morning. Nice. And there was nothing under the tree until Christmas morning. So oh. it was like... Santa you know, brought it on Christmas Eve. Santa brought it all. It was incredible. Like just absolutely incredible. One thing we always got in our stockings for Christmas was socks and underwear. So as a kid, right? As a kid, we would open this and go, oh, this is so lame. As a mother who was then stuffing stockings in the future, I was like, the socks are great because they take up a lot of room. (laughs) And it's something they need anyway, so this is going to work out great. So we got the socks every single year, and we would moan every single year until we got sort of into high school. And then it was like, mom... Stop with the underwear. That's not cool. Like you're wrong size, wrong color, wrong, you know, never mind that. But we still like the socks. So that was fine. So every year for Christmas, we always got socks. And as I got married, my husband got socks for Christmas. And we've added people and taken people out and the whole thing. We always had the socks. It's been the, the constant theme. Um, and then about 25 years ago, so my mom was only 72 and she and my dad were in a very bad car accident and she passed away. Oh. And that was the end of August. So come December, I'm thinking, 
there's no way. I, I don't want to have anything to do with Christmas. Socks and underwear. <laughs> right? And my kids were only seven and nine. So I knew I had to do something. So I talked to my dad and we went to a resort up north in northern Ontario here. Um, and this beautiful two-story, beautiful vistas. And there was snowmobiling and skiing and all kinds of stuff. So it was great. It gave us so much to do that it sort of took our mind away from this major event. And so it was my first year to have to step up and do the socks. So I had laid them out in front of them. We'd taken a tree, we did the decorating, we did that whole thing. I laid them on the floor in front of the tree because we didn't have fireplaces and that kind of stuff. So first thing in the morning, my youngest son got up and looked over the railing to the, to the downstairs to, to look at the tree and looked at me and said, Granny's been here with the socks. Oh, isn't that fantastic? <laughs> isn't that amazing? So oh, we all had to be crying over yeah. that. Yeah. And and I was so I was so surprised by it. So every year since then, we have socks for Christmas. So it's funny when somebody says, What's your tradition? Our tradition is socks. It's just isn't that fantastic? But yeah, I did people, we've taken people out and we still, the, the socks have changed somewhat in size and shape. Yeah, but for sure. Still and do you think that your grandchildren will now carry on the tradition of socks? I think so, because it's been around their entire life. Right. And it started off like my, my younger son used to joke about this. Oh, here we go with the socks again. Until now he recognizes you're getting socks for little kids and for himself and you know, working outside, he wants beautiful, warm woolen socks and all. And now he's much more appreciative. So I think nice? the kids, I think the kids, I certainly, you know, certainly my kids will carry carry on with it. And I hope my grandkids do. Oh, that's do wonderful. Well. Yeah, that's wonderful. Now, yeah. I know that all of you ladies are very philanthropic and you're all very much involved in your communities and giving back to everyone. So I'm going to ask, is there, is there any time of year that you try to do something a little bit different in your community to celebrate um, an event? You know, I, I know that in the month of December, we're sort of bombarded with all kinds of uh, folks asking us to contribute to various charities. But is there a particular time of year that each one of you contribute something back to your community? Natasha, why don't we ask you, is there, is there a particular time of year where you feel that the kindness of others is really very much prevalent? To be fair, in, in India, in the subcontinent, it would basically be uh, Diwali again, right. um, because it is about distributing food. It is about, um, it is about uh, giving bonuses to everybody. So everybody in our immediate community visits each other. So like, um, the people who collect rubbish, the the house help, the people who maintain the buildings, the gardeners, everybody comes by and you sort of distribute and sort of celebrate together as a community as well as help them. But, you know, you asking this made me just think of um, something that my grandmother died four years ago and she obviously was that was the matriarch of that whole Christmas tradition that I spoke about. And when her first birthday after she passed away, um, came about, I actually went out with her favorite snacks and I just distributed them Aww. to whoever I saw. And everyone was just like so surprised because um, just before she, on the, the trip to England that I'd gone on where she, where she had died, um, 
she'd asked me for these snacks from India and actually carried them for her. So that's literally like the last thing she ate. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, that's really, what a wonderful way to commemorate your grandmother's memory. That's really wonderful. Birgit, I know that you are a cat lover. So I don't know about you, but I used to always have some special treats for my pet. And, um, you know, she was part of the family, you know, you, if, especially if you don't have any children, you know, our pets become really part of the family. So is there a time in your community? And, and I know that your background is actually in, you know, veterinarian oncology. So is there a particular time in your community when you do something or you notice or recognize the kindness of others? You know, it's, it's a yes. And so first is I usually... For me, when when it comes of helping, I know I, I see that the, the, the help is needed all year round. So I actually practice typing where you contribute at least 10% of your gross income. Oh, wonderful. Every month. And and because it's the sustainable t- uh, to be contribution. able to. Contribution, yeah. Yeah, contributions that's really, really helpful for all these organizations who's doing great work. And so that's one. And I do recognize not necessarily the holiday. Of course, I participate in, in sure. things and things. But actually, as, a, as an honor and as a, a memorial. So it's when talking about cat, when it's my current cat now, when it's his birthday, then I will uh, contribute to the more to the rescue where he can. Oh, start. how wonderful. All these things uh, as an expressions of honor. Uh, then then I would contribute more on that. So. Oh, that's really wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that. And Gay, I know that we're sort of in, uh, in the Southern Ontario area. So is there a particular time that you can think of or perhaps your company or yourself when you really do recognize the kindness of others? Some folks, you know, contribute to various organizations throughout the year with charitable contributions or volunteerism. Is there a particular time in, in that you contribute in your community? Yeah, so I I do the you know sort of the standard you know donating to all the causes and the, and some of them are closer you know closer to my heart than others and, and that kind of thing. But I think every Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, I always donate food to all the various food drives that are that are going on, and it's usually to the fire station and that. That again is is something that's become a lot more fun with grandkids who now want to come in the car, want to understand this whole thing. And it's, it's a really great thing to teach them as we're, as we're growing, like we have so much and these people that we're giving to don't. And, and it's great to to have the physical gift to give to the kids, to give away. So they get the whole sense of sure. And giving, and, and quite often I make them give something that they really like that they don't often get. And there is only, there's only one box of that special crackers and we're giving them away. You don't get to eat them this time so that they learn. Well, I don't like this. So let's give it to, you know, that's really wonderful. Oh, that's really wonderful. You know, ladies, I, I, I have absolutely thrilled that you've been able to join me today because we really have had a multicultural conversation, not only about family traditions, but the kindness and connecting with our communities and, I really want to thank each and every one of you for sharing those family traditions with us, because I really do think it's important for us to make a human connection. 
And not only do we share and feature your business stories, which are also very important in how you can you know, connect with your communities, but also the people and how we really do make connections with each other. And here we are, you know, really a global, we have a global representation today. And it's really rather nice to be able to hear your stories and share them with our uh, viewing and listening audience. So I'd really like to thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Thank you so much. much. Any parting words, ladies? I am going to I'm going to hit you with the words of advice. So what is your one word? If you had to explain your family tradition in one word, what would your family tradition be called? Natasha, what would you how would you describe your family tradition? Joy. Oh, I love it. Brigitte? I would say embrace. Wonderful. And Gay? And I would say memory. Fantastic. Tying our memories together. Oh, thank you so yeah. much, ladies. And I <laughs> want to use a word of gratitude and thanks to each and every one of you. So thank you so much for joining me. And uh, we certainly are going to welcome our viewing and listening audience to share their family traditions in our comments below. So we'll keep an eye on that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. To you, you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this special edition of Keeping It Real, where we shared a few of life stories with our panel guests. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online. And if you'd like to share your family's tradition, join us with your story in the comments below. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to meeting with you next time when we share another great idea.